Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Travel chaos across Europe because hundreds of people's travel plans have been disrupted following air traffic faults in the UK. The travel disruption could last for days as further departures and arrivals were affected this morning in addition to the 115 flights cancelled yesterday. Will Dalton is a Virgin Media sports reporter. Will, how are you? I'm not too bad, Claire. I'd say you are stressed. Stuck in Budapest following the Athletics Championships. Yeah, listen, it was a fantastic week for Team Ireland over in Budapest. Uh, You know, we all thoroughly enjoyed the event. It was hard work. There were long days. But, you know, an incredible um, event to be a part of. Uh, And we were all pretty much looking forward to getting home, but it, it hasn't really turned out that way at all. So you and um, your wingwoman, um, camera person, Joni, are stuck there, all set, ready to go. And now what's been your experience? Yeah, so essentially yesterday we all, um, we, we got to the airport in plenty of time. And listen, when you kind of leave these sort of championships, you know, major champion sporting championships around the world, you expect the airport to be pretty busy because you have everything from athletes, coaches, team staff, journalists, fans, the airports tend to get really, really chocolate block. In fairness to the Hungarians, the, the the airport moved along pretty quickly. There were long queues, but we got there. Um, everything seems to be going to plan. We were on the flight, uh, almost boarded quite early, to be quite honest with you. And then we were told about 20 minutes after we were meant to take off that there was a, a technical glitch. And that was kind of about it. And I think the most frustrating thing for most people, especially when you're sitting on an aircraft, um, it's been extremely warm in Budapest as well. So we were all kind of sitting there. Now, there was air con on, but uh, there, there wasn't much communication. And it was kind of, well, what's the technical glitch or how long are we looking for? Then about 20 minutes later, they're kind of saying, yeah, there's, there's a technical glitch, but it's nothing to do with the plane. And then news started to filter through through various news organizations online. That, um, obviously, the air traffic control had gone down in the UK. Then, you know, kind of rumours start going around the plane, oh, we'll be diverted around the UK. Um, and the pilot came on and said, um, we'll be delayed at least four hours on the plane, which obviously, you know, kind of killed the spirit because there was actually athletes from Team Ireland on the plane. Oh. It was a really good atmosphere with the fans. Um, so we're kind of sitting there an hour into this, kind of going, right. Then one of the air stewards said, well, actually, I reckon it'll be about an hour and then we'll be off on our way. They actually moved us from the terminal onto the runway to park us on the runway. Um, we sat there till about three o'clock. There was a couple of more updates. Um, and we were getting text messages from colleagues who were working in different companies, um, you know, maybe going to different destinations of how they were getting on. And it wasn't looking good at all. And then we were told, right, everybody off the plane. So then we were rolled back to the terminal. Uh, we were told our baggage would come back. And I think the most frustrating thing was that there was nobody, we were on a Ryanair flight, to tell us, you know, just one person in the terminal to go, right, listen, everybody, this is what's going to happen. There was somebody there from EasyJet who was dealing with um, Team GB were actually in the same terminal um, as us, wearing glare bags. But nobody was going to help us, really. Um yeah, and I always think with, well, I suppose it's what you've clicked in your booking, but I always think with technology, we could nearly send out text messages or, you know, updates in that way. Yeah. But I suppose they were just reeling from the whole thing. So what sort of support have you had up until now? Is your accommodation being covered or is that at your own expense? 
No, look, well, listen, luckily enough, we obviously have a, a great team back in the office today for Carvis, um, because it was a real scramble, I think, for people. We did get an email from Ryanair basically offering us two options to um, cancel our booking uh, or try and get the next flight. And again, then stories went around of nobody's getting out of here until Saturday. Um, people thinking about renting cars to driving home. But, you know, kind of it all went a bit crazy. So we managed to get uh, a hotel back in Budapest, which has been covered um, by us. So we haven't heard anything about compensation yet from Ryanair, um, what that's going to happen when it regarding hotels. Uh, but we've had to, you know, we could only get a hotel for one night. We've had to change our hotel again this morning uh, because the yeah. test is still quite busy. And still um, no so real yeah, idea it, it, of what's happening next. Yeah, I mean, no. look, well, thank you for coming on. I mean, there's loads of people uh, getting in touch. I hope you get home soon um, and just try your best to make the most of it. I mean, Will is obviously there, you know, uh, in a work capacity, so his work can continue to pay for it. But I did see Dawn O'Porter message that she was on holidays in Mallorca and was just told, no, it'll be another week before we can get you out of there. Now, maybe she's in a privileged position that she can afford to pay for that. But I don't know how many families who are on holidays who are expecting to come back for back to school have that in their back pocket to pay for another week of accommodation on the fly. Um, Clive is on the line. Clive, you were supposed to be heading off on your holiday this morning. That's correct, Claire. Yeah, we were due to leave at 25 past six this morning out of Dublin Airport on a Ryanair flight to Naples Airport. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sure you've been like waiting for it and waiting for it and waiting for it all summer. And now this has happened. Yeah, I mean, the summer we've had, it was just nice to think that we were going away. We've been watching the weather forecast over there and it's up in the early 30s and everything was looking really good. We had a good friend of ours uh, collected us this morning. I had been watching on the um, on the channels yesterday with what was going on in the UK and I did think there would be disruption. Um, and again, checking the app, listening to what the DAA was saying, check with your airlines, check with your airlines. But there was absolutely no communication from Ryanair about the, the delay in the flight or the cancellation of the flight. So when you get to the airport, you look at the notice boards, you can see the flight is still going. You're asked to check your bags, and we were checking our bags. And literally when I went to scan the, uh, the QR uh, code on the, on the self-check-in baggages, it, it literally popped up on my, on my phone to say flight cancelled. At that stage, then we moved down back down to the ticket desk, but the queues were already starting to form because I think there was about two or three flights that had been cancelled earlier. Um, so the queue took us about an hour and a half to get through to the desk. They had two people sitting on the desk. Um, by the time we eventually got to the desk, the only flight they could put us out on was on Thursday, but we were flying back out of Naples on Thursday over to Sicily. Um, so that was no use to me. So they got me on a flight into, Cis- into Sicily on Thursday. It was the earliest flight they could get me out. So the, the rigmarole, so cancelled, uh, hotels lost now because you can't, uh, they won't move the bookings because at this late stage, car hire costs uh, and so on. But the time we were finished, Claire, there was the queue had literally probably quadrupled. I'd say it would take people at the back of the queue about three and a half hours to get to the desk. And right now, must have known last night that these flights were going to be cancelled and should have communicated out to the people. There was, pe- there was people with young families where the children were, were crying, they were upset. There was people being torn away, they were told, under no circumstances would, would hotel accommodation be made available to them. 
they had to find their own, that Dublin was basically full because of what went on yesterday and just leaving people to their own devices. Yeah, I mean, Very I was reading the newspaper reports today, you know, hundreds spent the night on the floor um, in the airport. And I think we all accept that these things happen. But yeah, sure. in today's age of technology, surely there can be a bit of forward planning. And I, I know this isn't what the airlines want. This isn't what the airports want. And, and, and this was just a, a, a glitch but they need to make a plan to avoid all that mess, not only for the people involved, but even for their staff. Clive, I hope you get to Sicily stress-free and you have an amazing holiday. Thank you for coming on. There's a text here that says, was meant to fly from Gatwick at 3pm yesterday to Dublin, given no details about flight being cancelled. At a quarter past four, told to go to gate 18. There we were told, you all have to leave the airport and go back into arrivals to the service desk as Ryanair don't have a desk at Gatwick. We all queued up only to be told that they only help with accommodation for the night, which we would have to pay for and then claim back off Ryanair. Tried ringing Ryanair for help, but every time the phone line would just say there's a five minute wait and then say lines are busy, call back later and just hang up. At half five, got a text from Ryanair to go onto the website to rebook my flight. Only flights available were on Wednesday. Went to look at other flights myself that would cost over £250. Eventually got a cheaper flight to Cork tonight, leaving Luton at 10.40pm, flying into Cork at 12 midnight and getting the train at 6.15am back to Dublin. I was lucky I was able to do this and find a place to stay in London for the night. Older couple in their 70s were in the queue, didn't know what they were going to do as their daughter booked everything for them. Wow. Stefan is on the line. Uh, Tell us your story. Have you made it home? Hi, Claire. Yes, uh, finally made it home. Uh, Myself and my girlfriend were away on holidays in uh, Jordan for a week, then Israel, and then what was meant to be two nights in Istanbul, which turned out to be uh, a four-day a four-day trip. Um, yeah, basically, our first night, though, was the day before yesterday, on the 27th, there was Turkish Airlines had overbooked and there was a family that couldn't get home. So trying to, you know, uh, do the good deed, um, we gave up our seats to say, we'll stay an extra day and in a hotel if that family can get home safe, you know, that day. But as my girlfriend said, uh, no good deed goes unpunished because the following day, we arrived at the airport and the flight was obviously delayed and Circus Airlines said, um, oh, it was the weather, uh, which is just obviously a flat out lie because we were obviously, people were calling back home saying, what's the weather like? Is there a storm? It's like, no, no, it's like sunny, moderate. But then after a while, we got like Twitter updates and BBC. So, um, but I mean, I think the, the, tur- the staff were okay. I mean, they were nice, they were pleasant. They were just dreadfully untrained for it and even just to deal with the passengers and just say look this is a situation so you can set expectations because like there's people there with uh, there's elderly people who are exhausted people with children one of them went missing um, and I had to help try and find one because they didn't have the staff to help find them we finally found it it had wandered off uh, two people collapsed paramedics had to be arrived one was an elderly woman who fainted and uh, the other one had a medical procedure or something he got carted away was never seen again uh, in the airports uh there was other people it was a co-chair flight with an indian airline and people were due to start uh, their studying their staying in student accommodations people starting new jobs the following day and there's even people 
had an interview with the immigration bureau the following morning and they didn't have a clue what would happen, you know. Uh, so, and there was yeah. even people who had surgeries. Uh, one of them had actually had a Brazilian bum lift and literally was told not to sit down, like, for as little amount of time as possible. And uh, she had all tubes attached to her. Wow. She, she was in floods of tears. So it was, it was mad. But um, in response, so, like, we're, like, so uh, I have to say, uh, my girlfriend was great, Claire. She went out to... Uh, to the customer service and was like, look, you know, we have passenger rights, we're entitled, this, this is your policies online, blah, blah, blah. Went through all the things, we're entitled to food, hot drinks, and they were like, oh yeah, but we don't want to, or something. They said, well, I'm busy here, can you go and inform them? Like it, she said, it's not my job. And she said, well, if it's not your job, it's certainly not my job for, as a passenger to inform all the other passengers to come argue to get food vouchers yeah, and uh, people were really hungry. I mean, Istanbul Airport was really expensive. Coffees are seven euro, for example. Uh, she got me a small Twix, which was four euro, and group of us got to know each other. We're like, let's get a deck of cards. The deck of cards cost twenty five euro, and I was like, Here, you're having a laugh. <laughs> so, oh my uh, god. So, Stefan, where well, is the karma there. for you letting that family uh, go home? And then it just seems you were there. Yeah. You and a girlfriend were heroes all over again. I'm glad you made it home. But man, you give an eye opener into oh. all the number of people traveling and where they might be going or what might have led them there. Um, and that's why I just think a text message early on, stop the people coming to the airport. I mean, I know that will leave some people stranded with accommodation issues, but why have them all congregating in an airport without having staff with the relevant information or the ability to handle people like that? Uh, let's also go to Gavin. Gavin, I believe you're having issues getting out of Heathrow. Hi, Claire. How's it going? Yeah, I'm we're good. currently stuck, stuck, in, uh, stuck in Heathrow since yesterday. Set the um, scene. Yeah, so we arrived at the airport yesterday um, out of an abundance of caution. We always check to make sure that the flights are, are going to be on time anyway before we go. Um, no indication that there would be any issues with flights. Uh, the first indication that we got was when we actually arrived and we went to drop off our bags. Uh, they wouldn't let us drop off the bags and they said, oh, there'll be an announcement in 20, 25 minutes, but no indication what that actually was. Uh, so we joined the big queue. Uh, there were multiple flights that were ahead of us. Um, and after about an hour and a half, they started to let people know that flights were being cancelled. Um, and at one point then they just came up and about five or six early English flights, they just told us that they were all cancelled and basically, please leave the, the airport. That was it. They said nothing else. Um no indication on you know when the next flights would be out. I was kind of asking you to, to, to think that there would be uh, a flight later on today that we can get out, and they said no, absolutely not. Um, and I said, you know, when are we going to be rebooked? And they said, to be honest, we don't know. Uh, just go and get a hotel. Uh, but the only thing they did know was make sure you book something within reason. And I was kind of saying, you know, what limits are applying to us? You know, because I didn't want to get stuck with a big bill afterwards. Uh, and they said, oh, I don't know just within reason and that's what they kept saying so basically everyone in the airport was kind of told to feck off and, and send for yourselves. Yeah there's not much accommodation within reason in London and I suppose you don't want to be too far out either because you might get a call at a, at a moment's notice. Wow Gavin I hope you get home safe and soon. Absolute travel chaos. Bring back the staycation I say I know we don't get the weather but man airports can be stressful. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan Weekdays at midday on News Talk.